Today on Locked On, Canadians Carey Price is taking leave of absence as he enters the NHL Player Assistance Program. And we're going to talk about the goaltending and the defense and Ryan Paling going forward. That's coming up on today's Locked On Canadian. Your Locked On Canadians, your daily podcast on the Montreal Canadiens. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to episode 463, and as always, thank you for making us your first listen of the day. My name is Laura Saba. I'm one of your hosts, and you'll know me as the Active Stick. You'll know my co-host, Scott Matla, from Habs Eyes on the Prize. Scott, how are you doing today? I am doing so much better in knowing that the preseason is over and that all these games that don't count can be erased from my memory immediately. Um... The regular season's a week away, and I can't believe that. It feels like a couple of weeks ago we were like, well, we'll get there eventually. And now all of a sudden it's here, and I'm going, I don't know how ready I am for this. Can I just say one thing, though? I am so tired of the Ottawa Senators. I'm so tired of the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Canadians played them so much last season, and then Toronto Maple Leafs, seven games in the playoffs. I'm just so bored of these teams. I'm so excited I know you're not going to believe me when I say this. I know no listener will if they're if they've been a Habs fan, but I'm so excited to play the Buffalo Sabers next week. Literally one week from now, the Canadians have a game against the Buffalo Sabers. But before we get there, obviously today there was some big breaking news. The NHL and the NHLPA announced that Carey Price is entering the player assistance program, and Mark Bergevin later confirmed that he will be out for a minimum of 30 days possibly longer and the other thing that we learned today is that uh we will not be hearing anything about mark bergevin's contract talks for the rest of the year now normally on a friday we would talk about mailbag questions and we have received some mailbag questions but uh if you don't follow us on twitter we did announce that we're going to push the mailbag to our monday episode so please keep the questions coming we will be having fun with that but we just didn't feel like it was right today to have that kind of fun when we wanted to talk about carrie price and what he's going through based on his wife's Instagram post, Angela Price posted on Instagram, it seems to be something's going on with his mental health and he has stepped up and asked for help. And I think we can all applaud Carrie Price for seeking the help that he needs. As Mark Bergevin said in his press conference, this isn't really something that players used to do before because of stigma. And he's very proud of Carrie Price and earlier, obviously earlier this year, last season, Jonathan Drouet for taking steps to get the help that they need. There's been some sort of speculation and for the most part, however, people have been largely supportive of Carrie Price online in social media, in comments. There's obviously been some people that we're not going to name that have been extremely inappropriate with this. And what we're going to say right now is it's, first of all, it's none of our business what's going on. It's up to Carrie Price to tell us if he's ready ever when he's ready, just like Jonathan Drouin did later on. He did, you know, we should respect their privacy. They've given us the information that we need is that he's going to be away for a while and he has taken steps to seek help. And, And that's the biggest point is that it's, he's seeking help for whatever it is that is ailing him. And we don't know, we're not going to speculate. That is not our job to speculate. It is not your job to speculate. It is no one's job to speculate. And I thought Angela's 
post on Instagram was very good in that they are in a position where him doing this is the kind of thing that a lot of people need to see, whether it be players or people in real life, is that if even Carey Price sometimes needs to ask for help in things, so can you. Anyone else can do that as well. Uh, We obviously are hoping that he gets through whatever is ailing him and that he can return to the team and you can tell how much he means to the team. Brendan Gallagher talking in the post game tonight about how great a role model he is. Mark Bergevin was in tears at the press conference today. This is something obviously serious and that everyone is wishing for the best. The outpouring of support has been tremendous. It's I, I just hope that Carey Price gets everything in his life right that he needs to right now, whether that be mental health or something else, just I hope that he's able to get what he needs and come back and be the carry price that we know that immovable object in between the pipes, the wall, the guy winking at people as he makes glove saves look easy. I, I am just hoping that he gets where he needs to be in his life. Cause there is more to life than hockey. And this is definitely part of that. And that is, Absolutely 100% true. A guy like Carey Price, one of the best in the world at what he does, in history at what he does. And he is setting an example by saying, you know what, I needed help. I'm getting help and you should too. I mean, obviously, uh, we're going to hear from him at the end of this and it's up to him whether he talks about what, what he went through or not. But just the act of seeking help and showing that it could happen to anybody literally anybody. I think that's the message that we can take away from here. And I just, you know, I was watching the press conference and I, I'll be really honest with you right now. Mark Bergevin is not on my, you know, on my good list, you know, based on his actions, especially like now we don't know how involved he was with the Chicago Blackhawks and what was going on there. And, and the Logan Mayu draft pick and his defense of it, like he's not somebody that right now is in my good books, but the way that he cares about Carey Price and how emotional he got at the press conference, I think it, a, a lot of us, uh, you know, later on we were talking privately, like that part really made us tear up. And, and you know, I think that the fact that the organization supports him, the NHL supports him, the NHLPA support him is good. Even the Prime Minister of Canada, again, he might not be in your good books. He certainly isn't in mine right now. But, you know, even he uh, extended well wishes to Carey Price. I think the outpouring of support has drowned out any of the inappropriate comments that people are making. And it it is a hockey thing, too, though, because now the Canadians are going to be out. uh, They're going to be without Carey Price for 30 days or more, which is it, it comes down to 13 games or more. As uh, Julian McKenzie pointed out, it could be more than that. Like, you know, even if he does come back after 30 days, he might not play right away. So the Canadians are going to be without Carey Price. And we're going to talk about uh, how they're going to deal with it coming up in just one moment. But first, hey, Canadians fans, this is Laura Saba with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. Our listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code HOCKEY and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code HOCKEY to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. 
the cashback gets added to your account. You can cash out at any time to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code HOCKEY. As always, thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We're so grateful to you. As we mentioned, our mailbag episode has been moved to Monday. So please keep your questions coming at LO underscore Canadians on Twitter, uh, LockedOnCanadians at gmail.com. We do have a couple of questions and we would welcome anything that you've got to throw at us. You know, we love the mailbag and we'll bring it back on Monday just for this week. Exceptionally, today, what we're talking about is what are the Canadians going to do without Carey Price for a month or more? Now, Jake Allen is obviously going to have to start a lot of games just like he did when Carey Price was out with an injury at the end of last season. He's a reliable goaltender and uh, there's no indication that that should change. The Canadians said that they picked up Samuel Montembeau not knowing about this. Obviously, uh, um, Mark Bergevin said that he found out about this the day before and he'd already claimed Montembeau and waivers a few days before that. He said that it was sort of insurance because they thought that Carey Price's knee might take some time. So this was always kind of, uh, you know, they were always prepared for Carey Price's absence. And he did also mention that right now, Caden Primo is up with a big club. We don't know what's going to happen on day one of the season, unless, you know, obviously they send him back down while we're recording this, which the Canadians love to do. Uh, what are the Canadians going to do right now in Carey Price's absence? Like, I don't, I feel much more comfortable this year than I would have any other year, to be honest. So I feel comfortable in Jake Allen. I don't quite know what Samuel Montembeau is. I thought he wasn't at fault in the Toronto game, but I would like to see more from him. And we will because they play a back-to-back to start the season. So chances are we're going to see Montembeau play against Buffalo uh, on Thursday right after the season begins. It, it, it's a very fluid situation now because here's the thing. If Montembeau struggles... They have Primo, they have McNiven, and they can rotate these guys through. The only issue is Montembeau has to go on waivers. McNiven has to go on waivers. And if they should lose any goalies here, their other option in the AHL is Kevin Poulin, who did not look overly strong in the preseason. So Jake Allen's going to carry a fair bit of the weight here. And... I know that they say that they're not going to rush price back. He's going to take as much time as he needs. Like you said, it's going to be at least 13 games, 30 days. I am, I, I am hoping their gamble on Montembeau pays off. I am hoping the defense plays a little bit more structurally sound in front of them to make it easier on them. We've seen that they can do it. And I know that included Shea Weber, but Shea Weber was playing with like a knee and ankle made of some silly string, a half-eaten poutine, and a bagel from St. Vitour, and it worked out fine. There's no reason why Jeff Petrie, Alexander Romanov, and Ben Sherratt, etc., can't figure that out as well. I, It's going to be an interesting ride here because they don't want to burn out Jake Allen. They don't think Caden Primo is quite ready yet, and for whatever reason, they don't want to give Michael McNiven the reins here. So they're putting a lot of faith in Samuel Montembeau, to be that guy. And I, I think my new favorite chaos idea is that depending on how long Carrie takes to recover and if it's longer than expected, Tuka Rask will be ready uh, and back from hip surgery by the time the new year rolls around. And I think that's my new favorite chaos solution is to just sign Tuka Rask and just blow up all of Boston's minds. <laughs> 
I would absolutely love that. So here's the thing right now. Uh, Moltombo was claimed off of waivers. Uh, he's got about 30 days or 10 games for them to move him up and down before they have to put him through waivers again. And the same with McNibbit. So th- there's a little bit of wiggle room for the first couple of weeks, I think. Uh, and um, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure because I had this whole conversation with somebody who used to work for the NHL yesterday about this. And I think I've got it right. So once they go through waivers once there's 30 days or 10 games where they can move them around without having to put them through waivers, but then they'll have to do it again uh, is the problem. So uh, right now, I think there's a little bit of flexibility in the first couple of weeks, especially since, you know, right now the, the, the timeline for carry price is 30 days or more, right? It's what you do at the end of that. Like when you've really exhausted all of those options, what do you do? Do you start writing Jake Allen a lot or whatever? But here's the thing, I think, For me, the other thing that we haven't yet talked about, it was announced that Joel Edmondson is going to be out for a couple more weeks than we expected. It was kind of mysterious, but now they know. It's two to three weeks, at least they say. So it's not an ideal start for the Canadians. But here's the thing that I noticed in tonight's preseason game is that Jeff Petrie seems to be very committed to stepping up and playing his role as the number one defenseman. He seems to have understood the assignment. Uh, and that's what it looks like to me. And I honestly, like, I didn't think that Savard played too badly either. I think, you know, Savard kind of also understands his assignment right now. The weird part about David Savard is that his his actual metrics tonight were very good behind only uh, Joel Armia and Brendan Gallagher in that line. But when I was watching him, he was taking penalties. He looked a step behind. He was misplaying pucks, but his numbers were good. And I'm I'm thinking to myself that, and I am hoping that this is a Joel Edmondson situation, that it's the preseason. He's not looking great because he's not going all out because he plays a style that has wear and tear on your body. He blocks a lot of shots. He plays physically. And I'm hoping when the regular season starts, it just all kind of clicks together for him. And he's this guy who's very good at limiting attempts in the slot, in the slot and in the high danger areas. And I know, and conversely, I thought Alexander Romanov had a strong game. His numbers weren't great, but at the same time, I thought I liked a lot of what I saw from him uh, moving the puck. He got a, a pair of second assists in the first period. He didn't see the ice in overtime, which I thought was strange, but I, there are some guys I feel confident in. Obviously, Petrie, Sherratt's looked better. Uh, I think Romanov's had his moments, but I I still don't know what combination of everyone goes where yet. It's I was also assuming Joel Edmondson would be back by now, and he's not. So it's a very interesting fluid spot there, not only with the goalies, but with the defense in front of them and everything else. And... That's exactly it. Right now, there are a lot of question marks. And in our next segment, we're going to try, we're going to look at tonight's game. We're going to look at where the Canadians stand again. Like this is kind of our preseason, sort of what we've been doing. Uh, and we're kind of, we're going to see how they stack up as we head into the first game against Toronto and the second game against Buffalo. And that's coming up in just one moment. But first, if you listen to this podcast at any time in the last couple of years, you will know that we are fueled by Built Bar. We love Built Bar, a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's literally a treat, but 
It's low in sugar, low in calorie. It's made with real chocolate and it's high in protein. That's the most important part. It's satiating. It's truly, it's, it's a delicious treat. It gives you the energy you need. It's great on the go. Uh, and honestly, you can't go wrong. They've got 18 delicious flavors. Every once in a while, they'll have a special edition flavor. And like I told you on last week, uh, on last, on the last episode, go out there and get the churro puffs because they're almost out. And guess what? The churro puffs are almost out and they are delicious. So go to built.com and enter promo code locked 15. If you want to try any of these built bars and get 15% off your order, that's built.com promo code locked 15. We're back in better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive that bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, and the NHL right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. So after our episode, I believe it was our Wednesday episode. A lot of our listeners commented, everybody kind of seems to have an opinion on Ryan Paling. Some people thought that we were being harsh and unfair. Uh, although to be fair, I think a lot of what I was talking about was a lot of people responding to me when I said that he seems to have a mental block, just trying to snatch his NHL spot. Um, and some people had a lot of things to say about mitigating factors as to his performance. I think right now, I'm still undecided as to Ryan Paling's future with this team. I, I'm not ready to call it yet. I feel like a lot of people have written him off and we do have some criticisms about the way that he's played in general uh, in, in the last, whenever he's had an opportunity to make the team really, it, it doesn't seem like he's able to just make that jump, but he had a pretty good first period tonight. Wouldn't you agree? Ryan Paling's game tonight was absolutely just buck wild strange like he had a great first period when Jake Evans went to the room after taking a hit and then in the second period everything that he did just went in the exact opposite way like he took a four minute penalty he uh, was at fault for one of the senators power play goals when he misplayed a pass from Alex Belzeal he got a breakaway chance and couldn't finish off on that it's it has to be so tough because you know he's trying and I thought he played decently well and then it just kind of went bad for him as it so often does unfortunately I I don't know where he's at right now because Evans played really well with Gallagher and Armia and we know Dvorak's good we know Suzuki's good that leaves a fourth line opening for him and I don't know if him playing seven minutes a night is the best idea for his development or is him being the top line center in Lavelle the right answer? There is no simple answer for Ryan Paling right now. And I guess they'll see what comes in practice. I don't believe he needs waivers to hit the AHL right now. And I don't think the Canadians would risk it if he did. It's, it, it's such a tough spot for him because 
Evans has played so well this preseason and Paling hasn't looked as good as he could. It's like we've talked about every time there's a chance for him to, to grab that spot and like for himself, he trips and stumbles at the last minute. So it'll be really interesting to see where he lines up on opening night. Cause I do think he's going to be on the NHL roster. I just do not know where right now. And that that's why they don't pay me to coach in the NHL, I guess, because I, <laughs> I I couldn't make this decision right now. And honestly, here's the thing. What if they do put him in just because they literally don't have people and then he, he rises to the challenge? Maybe it's a nervousness thing. Maybe it's a psychological thing. And I will mention one thing. Uh, a lot of people had thoughts, so I saved them so we can read them in our mailbag uh, episode, which is going to be on uh, Monday this week uh, instead of Friday. One of the other things that I wanted to talk about right now is that I'm looking at this team and based on the number of absences and all the question marks, you know, like they even talked to the press conference today uh, with Mark Bergevin. And I think they also asked Dominique Ducharme about it. It was the leadership vacuum now uh, with Shea Weber out and Carrie Price out. I wouldn't say it's a complete vacuum though. You've still got your Brendan Gallagher in there. You've still got, you know, you've got your, even your younger players that are leader like, like Nick Suzuki, for example. Um, there are some really good players on this team and there are some really good a- options for people to step up and be the leaders. Obviously there's a little bit of a shock without Carey Price there, but you know, given, given tonight's game, I think the Canadians, they, they did still rise to the challenge. You know, I thought, the game itself was just insanely strange to me. And it always happens with the Ottawa senators. It's always going to be like this, I think at least for the next couple of years. And I, I think like the, the fact that the fact that it ended with a shootout and the fact that the Canadians lost and all of that, I think the, it was because they were playing Ottawa, not because they lost their heads or anything. There were some unfortunate bounces, obviously uh, with high sticks and stuff. I want to praise Jake Evans again because, oh my God, I love Jake Evans so much. I think he's such a good player on this team and he does so well. He's so consistent. He steps it up. Um, poor guy got hit in the face as well. I think, I think for me right now, I want to see how they play against a really good team in Toronto and how they play against a really bad team in Buffalo. So If they lose to Toronto, but they play well against Toronto, I'm going to feel a lot more comfortable. If they play badly against Buffalo, that's when I'm going to have some question marks because right now they can't afford to be dropping points and they know that they're out some of their most important players, right? Like they're out the guy who's supposed to change their power play completely. And it is improving. And based on the preseason, I'm I'm seeing a lot of improvement. They're out you know, their number one defenseman, they've got another guy who's stepping up to that role. They're out their number one goalie. There's, they've got another guy who's stepping up to that role. So for me, I think in the first two games, in the first two days of the regular season, a lot of questions are going to get answered for me. And I think, you know, the, the coaching staff as well has had some time to work with this team. Uh, They really, really stepped it up in the Stanley cup playoffs. I like, I want to see what they do on a long-term basis, but to me, it's, it's like, if they, even if they lose like eight, two to Toronto, if they still, if they play well, it is bad bounces or whatever. If they play well, I think to me, that's a good sign, but if they don't play well against Buffalo, that to me is going to be the hugest red flag. I think that's when I'll turn it around. They can lose to Buffalo. I don't care. But if they play down to them, that's what I'd be worried about. 
Yeah, I want to see a consistent effort. We saw it in the third period against Ottawa tonight. They were very good. They were possessing the puck, looking for lanes and attacking. I don't want to see the passive team, like, go out there and attack. Toronto, you beat them in the playoffs with your backs up against the wall. You can do it in the regular season. The Sabres team is starting 47-year-old Craig Anderson. Not really. I don't actually know how old he is. And Dustin Tokarski in net. They don't have Jack Eichel. Jeff Skinner's not very good. Do not play down to this team. Like, and we know they will. They always do. Trust your guys. If you are doing things where you're piling up shots, but they aren't going in, keep that process going because we saw it last year. It's what led to Claude Julian getting fired is they were out shooting teams and just not getting luck and they panicked. Don't panic this season. You know, take it step by step. Like Laura said, you're missing your number one defenseman. You're missing your number one left side defenseman. You're missing your number one goalie. Your 25 goal winger is currently not healthy yet. You're missing pieces and you haven't fully integrated the squad up until tonight, really. Take it slowly and don't freak out. We know what this team is capable of, even if you can't see it right now. Don't pull the trigger on anything stupid. Don't freak out. Play your game. That's all I'm asking for is play the way Montreal can play. Good five-on-five numbers. It looks like their power play is going to be great. Do your little simple things right, and you're going to be fine. Absolutely. And uh, we failed to mention even Cole Caulfield's fine, right? <laughs> He's okay. Uh, and Nick Suzuki, let's talk about that goal real quick because, you know, we need nightly Nick Suzuki praise because he's Nick Suzuki. That goal was so good. It was like, was it still on the power play? They were still on the power play when that happened. It was right? literally three seconds into the power play that Cole Caulfield had corked that shot and Nick Suzuki was just kind of like, boop, and scored. So it right? was a door. It was great. Right. So, you know, the whole postseason last year was Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield, Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki, and they're picking up right where they left off. So we're going to leave this on a happy note. We started on a sad note. This is a happy note. And as I said, don't forget to send us your mailbag questions for the Monday mailbag, the special edition Monday mailbag. Uh, If you want to follow us on Twitter, we are LO underscore Canadians. If you'd like to email us, we're at LockedOnCanadians at gmail.com. You can also send me questions on Instagram like some of our listeners do. I'm fine with that as well. Uh, Thank you so, so much. And uh, Scott, you can find Scott on Twitter at Scott Matla. You'll find me at The Active Stick. And Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Now for your second listen, check out Locked on Fantasy Hockey with Scott Cullen, who is really one of the best in the business. And right now is the best time to be listening to Locked on Fantasy Hockey as you put together your rosters for your fantasy team this season. Have a great weekend and we will talk to you on Monday.